0: You're listening to The Cloud Lounge Podcast, a show about business, technology, and all that jazz. Brought to you by Soft Landing, a leading IT service provider in Canada. Let's get started. Here's your host, Zishan Randawa. Welcome to The Cloud Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Zishan. It's no secret we are in the emerging world of AI. With new AI tools being released on a daily basis, we are at the originating point of AI becoming a key tool or set of tools in our day to day work. Microsoft is one of the front runners in taking AI and turning it from a novelty to an integral tool in a person's digital workplace. And this integral tool is called Microsoft 365 Copilot. Recently released by Microsoft, M365 Copilot is your AI companion that spans across all of Microsoft's applications and experience in Microsoft 365. So what kind of tasks can M365 Copilot help you with? Well, the sky's the limit. Responding to emails, scheduling meetings, creating presentations, answering questions, automating repetitive tasks, summarizing meetings that you weren't able to attend or you did attend but you forgot what tasks were assigned to you, and the list goes on so why is copilot important well if used correctly m365 copilot promises to save you time and possibly allow you to become more creative in your day-to-day work it's designed to be your digital assistant an assistant that is always learning almost as if clippy from back in the day is back and has become a genius For our guest today, I would like to introduce Robert Gates from Microsoft. Robert is the Principal Partner Solution Architect with Microsoft and really deals with focusing on helping partners with adopting these new technologies. Welcome, Robert. Thank you. So let's start with the basics. Robert, can you explain to us what Microsoft Copilot is and how it works for our listeners who might not be familiar with it? So let's talk about Microsoft 365 Copilot.
1: So at a base level, think of it as a digital assistant that is kind of where you work across the microsoft 365 stack Mm -hmm. and so you could be in teams you can be in word outlook excel and in essence have a digital assistant helping you achieve various outcomes and tasks like creating documents weeding through a massive amount of email catching up on chat threads and many many features i mean it's it's a pretty long list of, of capabilities but it's At the end of the day, it's
0: a digital assistant at the, you know, kind of at its foundational level. Excellent. A digital assistant that follows you throughout your digital workplace. I love it. Kind of focusing on some of those highlighted features, because I I know, yeah, the feature set is quite extensive, but are there some features that you can highlight for us that can maybe inspire some folks with the kind of art of the possible thinking in their minds? So it's interesting. And and the more I use it and, and sort of kind of
1: discover where and how I can leverage it, I think, and as I was mentioning it kind of in the description a minute ago, Copilot shows up in various places you work. And, like, let's take Outlook, for example. Mm-hmm. I, you know, have been on vacation or I, you know, I left early on Friday. And of course, there was a big, massive amount of emails that came in. And so I open up my computer Monday morning. And of course, I need to quickly reason over those messages. And so, with Copilot, I've got the ability to quickly summarize, catch up, and and, and go through those emails. And even those like reply all nightmare type email threads where, you know, oh, yeah. it's just <laughs> this endless conversation. You know, you just can't get through that whole thing without losing your mind. And so Copilot has this summarize button and literally one click couple seconds later you're going to get a quick summary of everything that was going on action items and it's and it's really reasoned over the conversation that's in that thread and pulled out really the core components and then from there you could obviously weed through that the, the rest of the email maybe drill into specific areas but like you know that's a huge example and then of course you want to write a draft and a response back and so there's different ways that copilot helps to coach or will even help you draft uh, your email response in that conversation Inside of the Teams client, Copilot shows up, for example, in the chat area. And I like to think of this as kind of my ability to kind of reason over the data that I have permissions to in the tenant. Mm -hmm. So this is emails, files, calendar, contacts, documents and SharePoint, OneDrive, right? So all of the data that I have permissions to. And for example, this morning I used it and, you know, it was a quick hey, Copilot, give me a quick summary of what my calendar looks like, or you know, give me a quick summary of some of the events that happened, because I actually wanted to write a quick email to my manager to give him a quick summary of what was going on last week and some key events. And so I actually asked Copilot to kind of go through my emails and my calendar to kind of give me a quick summary to remind me of the different meetings and a lot of the different conversation threads that I had. Wow, That's just a couple of examples. And then you know, when you start looking in tools like Word, we've all been there, right? We we open up a blank document, and of course, now we're just kind of staring at the screen going, all right, I got to get this document out, or a proposal, or whatever it is. Being able to basically use Copilot to quickly accelerate that creation process, and even help you from a creativity and ideation, right? Because you can have sort of this conversation, this two-way dialogue with the tool, and it'll help you sort of iterate over that content i mean that's just a few of, of many areas i think one more real quick to highlight is the ability in a team's client there's been times where i've been honestly late to a meeting and uh, so i kind of slip into the team's meeting and i want to get quickly caught up on what's going on in the conversation thread and here i could ask copilot To basically give me a quick summary of everything that's been discussed so far in this meeting Mm -hmm. and then maybe also ask it hey was i assigned any action items right so just being able to quickly flush out what's going on and and this way i can kind of get caught up and quickly engage if necessary if there's if there's anything i can contribute to that meeting so that's just one of a, a few different areas again thinking of it as a digital assistant right that's there to to sort of help you accelerate tasks
0: Definitely seems like, you know, technology wise, this almost has to be treated a little differently where it's not just one set of features and functionality. It's almost an infinite set of use cases. The more you use it, the more you'll find different ways to use it. And the Copilot button is sort of showing up in more places for me.
1: Right. So Mm -hmm. and maybe I didn't notice it originally or, you know, our teams are continuing to roll out some additional updates in the middle of an email or i'm in a document and i'm, I'm r- ready to edit another section or i'm in a team's chat and i i've got a couple places where i can leverage the Copilot experience maybe to catch up on everything i missed it was a busy day this is a very long or busy chat thread today that was going on in one of my chat conversations and i just want to quickly get uh, caught up and so that's you know it's interesting to see all the places where
0: Copilot is kind of there for you There's obviously been a lot of buzz and excitement over Copilot, Microsoft 365 Copilot. Are there any specific tips or best practices for organizations specifically who want to get ready for Copilot or or roll out Copilot? One of the key things to
1: think about with Copilot is that it is based and utilizes data. It's a text-based type system, right? It needs data to reason over, to, to understand intent, to have data to work through, to produce an output for you. So one of the main things you'll want to think about is just cleaning up and maximizing and optimizing your data mm-hmm. and then of course security compliance it's always good to just make sure that you know that folks aren't maybe over permissioned and they see you know where they have access to stuff maybe potentially they shouldn't also on the flip side of that though if one of the things i've seen is if there, you know in many organizations there's some really rich data that is siloed in different teams and departments that yeah. is the type of data set that you could actually leave or, or potentially give out to an, a little bit more broader perspective. And so actually uncovering and then maybe unlocking some of those data silos is important, too. So security and compliance, of course, is a good you know sanity check to make sure that uh, everybody's got the right level of permissions. But also even kind of uncovering
0: some of those data silos, I think, is, is super important. So really kind of focusing on a little bit of a cleanup of your digital workplace before you start to uh, adopt something like Copilot.
1: Yeah, it's definitely good to check. And and, again, security permissions probably would be my first step just to make sure that folks aren't maybe inadvertently been given access access to something uh, they're not supposed to have access to.
0: And focusing on the end users, for an end user, how can they best prepare for Copilot, including possibly asking better questions of Copilot? This
1: isn't a search engine. And like when you think of a search engine, you you would typically put in a couple of keywords, you get some results back, and then you kind of reason over those results, and you come up with your own assessment of which ones you're going to use, and etc. Mm-hmm. And and with Copilot, it's more intelligent, right? It's able to reason over through the capabilities of these large language models and the tools that are sort of in, as part of the Copilot system. And so you do need to learn how to have. You know natural conversations with the tool but also think of it think of it almost as if you just hired a brand new assistant to your team and they're super smart and they've, they've had some great success in the past of you know doing different tasks but they don't understand your context maybe they don't understand the organization the acronyms and so there are times where you actually want to be a little more verbose in your prompt or in your ask of the co-pilot system where you you, you kind of frame out the ask of what you're looking to do. Maybe you mm-hmm. point it to some specific content or give it some a specific data that might be helpful. And then even thinking about asking it or guiding it about the output. So I would love this particular section to be bullets or this to be a bunch of tables, you know, in the following format. Mm-hmm. There's definitely time where you want to think it a little bit more through it, which is interesting because I think it forces you to really maybe improve the quality of your output because you're putting a little more investing a little more in time, kind of thinking about what you want to get done, because the more you describe and and give details, the better output you're going to get, which means less work, fine tuning that output. So I, I would definitely start there. And I think one way to kind of begin to learn how to do that would be Bing chat enterprise. And here you can get the opportunity, very similar conversational experience But in this context, it's specifically researching and kind of working with Internet data. And so it's a great way to kind of start to learn how to search on the Internet, natural language, conversational flows with Internet-based data. And then, of course, once you get Copilot turned on or the M365 Copilot turned on, you then have sort of a much more powerful experience where it's not just the Internet, but potentially the enterprise data that you're working with
0: and robert earlier you you mentioned a, a few kind of um you know features or use cases summarizing emails and conversation threads and so on which are major time savings for sure but i'd love to hear or dig a little deeper on the creativity side of things how, how can copilot potentially help with a kind of you know end users day-to-day life and, and really kind of um, help on the creativity side of things well yeah you know that's interesting and there's i've been thinking about this more and more and i think A little
1: bit of it goes back to what I was mentioning a moment ago where you're actually pausing and kind of taking a moment to think like, listen, there's been many days where I've, I've got something that's due and I jump down on the computer and all I care about is just cranking out my output and getting something produced. And it's probably not the best quality I could do. And, and what I'm finding with copilot is that the more I kind of sit back, take a breath, think about what I'm actually trying to produce or what the outcome is of the content and maybe the formatting and, and even just sort of brainstorming in that sense, the the better output I'm getting. So it's actually forcing, not, not I shouldn't say forcing, but kind of causing me to slow down because if I can be a little more patient and think through it and invest a little more time up front, I'm spending less time afterwards because Copilot's able to really iterate and kind of produce a, an output. The other piece too is that CoPilot's conversational. Mm-hmm. And so I've, I've actually been using it as a brainstorming tool. And I've actually just sat down with CoPilot in, in the M365 chat section, which, which is in the Teams client. And because that's directly connected to all of the data I have permissions to, plus I can turn it to turn it on to, to reach out to the internet as well. It allows me to kind of just dump a bunch of info and, and thoughts. And so I've just kind of typed in a stream of, of thoughts and ideas, and then asked Copilot to kind of reason this over and produce maybe an outline or a summary quickly of this information. And then from there, I can then continue to kind of converse with Copilot, asking it to help me iterate further, expand maybe the third bullet, on, you know, to the following type paragraph, or even kind of add additional content that I may point Copilot to and ask it to summarize a, a frequently asked question document to pull into this section for example and give me that summary information it's a causing me to sort of pause and and be more creative and think through my output and then sort of that ideation is just having somebody always readily available kind of brainstorm with right just from from that perspective has been yeah. been really
0: helpful for me from a creative component Absolutely. That that seems super interesting. And taking that uh, approach of using Copilot almost like a brainstorming partner, that's amazing. I, I definitely have to try that as well. And Robert, would you be able to give a few examples of where Copilot can show some real kind of business values if if an organization's thinking about adopting this and, and wants to build kind of a business case around it? What are some of the kind of business value they can realize? I think there's, there's two
1: tracks that I typically look at when I'm thinking of Copilot, you know, across M365. And I think the first portion of it is just getting comfortable in using what i, I guess kind of would call the out of the box experiences like the summarization of an email or mm-hmm. the meeting recap functionality you know or using it as the ability to draft you know a new word document or if i'm in excel you know summarizing and working with you know a large data set to produce charts graphs that i might want to put into a i don't know a report that i'm sending to my leadership team so there's a lot of sort of just Generic out of the box experiences that you'll immediately find value across the co-pilot experience, and you know from a time savings perspective. I mean, for me, it has saved me many hours per week just because I can get through my emails quicker. I can get caught up on chat threads that I've missed, summarize a meeting recording, and and have a concise action item and a summarization of that meeting itself, which is good because I get very like into my meetings and I'm very animated and sort of conversational. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. you know how hard it is. Like, you can't be engaged in a meeting and taking meeting notes at the same time. Like, Absolutely, my brain doesn't work yeah. that way. <laughs> yeah, I can now produce really great meeting notes by using the power of Copilot. And again, kind of this goes back to creativity a little bit, too. Like, I can be really plugged in and immersed into the meeting and interacting with my colleagues in those sessions and not have to worry so much about being able to produce a, a report or a summary to remind people about the event or fill in folks that have maybe weren't weren't able to attend so there's again that out of the box set of experiences. And then when you start thinking about business outcomes and you know, you start getting into like different teams, departments, or maybe user personas, I think what you'll see is that like the Microsoft 365 stack, people are sort of engaged in many places throughout the day. Like you take a like a recruiting manager. And so they've got, they've got a request from a hiring manager that says, Hey, I need to hire an employee. We want to maybe use the following job description, but it needs to be tweaked with the following bits of info. So now the hiring manager is typically drafting job descriptions, then they'll post those job descriptions and then begin to get candidates. And so then they'll, they'll do that uh, pre-qualification, right. And sort of have a lot of meetings with folks and want to the the hiring the recruiting manager is going to summarize that information right so that the hiring manager doesn't have to read through you know hours and hours of notes and so we've got creating of the job description the meeting summarization and then of course at some point the person is going to get hired and so we're gonna then send an offer letter and then we're gonna send that offer letter through Outlook. So we've got kind of four touch points in that journey where copilot can be engaged and potentially accelerate that content creation and summarization and and sort of that output of those documents. And so you'll start to see, like, you need to think about those kind of personas and those outcomes to then be able to drill down to areas that you can solve or improve within a particular team or department. Take a salesperson and proposals too. Like you, you can kind of, if you start asking those similar questions, like, well, they're having a meeting with customers. We want to summarize those meeting notes. Here's an opportunity to create a sales proposal. And so you start kind of walking through that. And in many cases, they're touching a wide range of the Microsoft 365 tools.
0: That's amazing. It really does feel like the more you use the tool, the more you start to become comfortable with, you know, applying it to different use cases and, and seeing how it fits into your kind of daily flow of work. So, Robert, I know Microsoft is famous for, you know, trialing their own technology and, and really using it in their day-to-day work. Now, I know some Microsoft employees have been using Copilot for a couple of months now. Are you able to share any early learnings or findings from your internal usage?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's hit on some of the stuff we've talked about where take your time, right? You know, think through what you're looking to, you know, get out of the system, you know, as far as an output perspective and and framing out kind of what you're looking to do, what's the output and the format. And, and again, I kind of think of it as, is no different than how I would guide or coach a new team member, like a new assistant coming to our team. So I think just learning to kind of take a minute and think a little bit more in more detail about what you're trying to achieve and and kind of coaching the co-pilot system to help you accelerate that. The other piece I think is it's data and just helping to maybe think through a little bit of a data lifecycle management, we all have data that we've probably been saving for a long time. And in some cases, is that data really relevant any longer? Like, is it a four-year-old marketing plan and we've completely changed our marketing strategy Mm -hmm. or we don't even market that particular product or thing anymore? And so do we really want those insights maybe potentially being part of some of our output? And so there is a bit of data management that you'll want to think about and maybe just getting rid of some stale or data that can be archived or, or potentially deleted. And, and we can get into like retention policies and, and different ways to help achieve that. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean,
0: I think those are the key things that I would think of at the moment as far as some early lessons. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully this will inspire some folks to do a bit of cleanup, uh, especially with their data and, and applying some retention as well. So just in, in closing here, Robert, it'd be great to get a sense of, you know, I know it's it's kind of early on with the technology as well, but people love to know kind of what's coming down the pipe and, and how things are evolving. Is there anything you can discuss when it comes to the roadmap development for Copilot? Any upcoming features or improvements we can kind of look forward to? Nothing I can discuss at the moment. We
1: are obviously just near the GA date. Yeah. So our teams are just finalizing and, and you know pushing out the last bit of updates and and code you know updates that they want to finalize for that ga date on november 1st and then we do have our ignite conference in uh november 13th to the i think it's the 17th and so we will have a bunch of announcements and details there and so typically you know you know over the years our roadmaps and some more clarity comes just around that time frame so i would i would stay tuned to our Ignite conference in the middle of November.
0: Well, this has been amazing. Robert, thank you so much for joining us and sharing some of your insight into Copilot, especially with this exciting kind of rollout coming out. We really do thank you for joining us at the Cloud Lounge podcast. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Some of us from Soft Landing have been lucky enough to get an early exposure to Microsoft 365 Copilot, myself included. And although it's a little too early to give a personal review, I can genuinely say I see the allure of its promise. The more I use M365 Copilot, the more I realize the endless use cases for it. This transformative tool really can't be categorized into a traditional use case or scenario, which is both a blessing and a curse. Using the tool itself requires thinking outside of the box and being comfortable and experimenting, and that's truly what makes it so exciting. I would like to again thank our guest Robert Gates from Microsoft. And until next time, this has been the Cloud Lounge Podcast. Take care.